Welcome in to the second episode of Road to Laugh Tale. I am your host, James, with my best friend, Tyler. Yo. We are going to be discussing the second volume of the One Piece manga. Uh, we'll also actually wrap up the last chapter of the first volume as well, as we didn't get to that in our first episode. Uh, in, our, in our first episode, we discussed that we will be reviewing arcs on this on a weekly basis. However, after some thought, we decided that uh, based on, especially when we get towards the end in the middle of one piece, these arcs are long. These arcs sometimes cover an entire box set, which is kind of ridiculous, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to make this uh, nice and slow one volume at a time. Uh, but we're gonna have to finish up volume one first with the, with chapter uh, eight, I believe uh, called Nami. And uh, so we'll finish up reviewing that chapter and then we'll review the entirety of the second volume of One Piece uh, and our thoughts on that. Uh, but uh, before we get going, Tyler, do you have anything else uh, to add? No, uh, I'd say let's just get into it. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, our Again, the first chapter is uh, chapter eight called nami and i'm assuming this is going to introduce nami all right but uh i'll go ahead and give a quick overview kind of start from the beginning uh so it's pretty much as uh, zoro and luffy they're out uh setting sail here uh, on their little dinghy again we don't have a good boat yet uh still just got a, a more or less a rowboat and i guess technically it's a sailboat now it does have a a sail uh but it is pretty small and you know you have some little banter with uh, Luffy and Zoro here. Of course, Zoro is like flabbergasted that Luffy can't navigate as a pirate. And, but of course, you know, that's Luffy. He's just, he's just doing his thing. Uh, and of course, Luffy's like, yeah, we need some, a cook and a musician. And this is kind of Luffy talking about all the things he, all the types of people he wants on his crew. And of course, uh, you know, talking about being a cook and musician, you know, are the first things he, he says, uh, as opposed to a navigator or anything else. Uh, but uh, of course, uh, in One Piece, in this kind of chapter kind of sets the tone uh, for future chapters is we like to separate the crew immediately coming in into new arcs. Uh, <laughs> so the first thing that happens here is Luffy sees a bird and is like, I'm going to eat that bird. He tries to gum gum rocket up there uh, to uh, catch the bird. Of course, the bird just chomps on his head. And takes him away. And Zoro's like, oh shit, I gotta go get my captain. He goes flying out for his captain. Ends up picking up a of a picking up a couple uh pirates, a few pirates actually, uh, that are part of Buggy's crew. Uh, which we'll find out more about Buggy here in a sec, because that's what this uh most of volume two is gonna be about uh Buggy the clown and his pirate crew. Uh but as we get into it here, uh these these pirates are trying to take on Zoro. But they're, they're nobody pirates compared to the pirate hunter Zoro. He whoops his ass and he makes them row the boat for him uh, until they end up uh, pulling aboard uh, into an island uh, close by, uh, which is where the island that Buggy is currently on. Uh, they, actually, they actually do a flashback of uh, these three pirates. Specifically, uh, what happens is that Nami is a character uh, that gets introduced here. 
Um, I actually don't know if they say her name right off the bat here, but she pretends like she's stranded at sea, dehydrated, has no water, is pretty much limp, dead. Uh, she has his treasure trash and these and these bug his buggy's crew on their uh, little ship pull up to her, and uh, you know Nami offers, "Hey, you can take my treasure if you give me some food or some bread." And these pirates pretty much take advantage of her or they think they're taking advantage of her. They're going to like, all right, well, let's see what's in that treasure chest first. And of course, by the time they get on her little dinghy, uh, Nami jumps on their boat, takes off. Uh, and those pirates are pretty much left stranded. And uh, those three pirates end up going into a, uh, end up capsizing in a storm, I believe in, uh, that just happened to come out of nowhere. I'm not really sure on that. It's literally just like a storm. They get, they kind of get screwed over there. And then that's when, uh, and that's how they end up getting picked up by Zoro, uh, Roan after Luffy. It came out of nowhere, but it seemed like Nami knew exactly what was happening. So <laughs> yeah, definitely Nami. Nami could tell, uh, you can tell she's, she under she understands the weather a little bit, uh, here. Um, and so, Anyways, uh, these pirates ended up telling, talking to Zoro, and they're talking about how Buggy is essentially, you know, one of the baddest pirates in these areas, and he's eaten the fruit of the devil, right? Uh, of course, we're we're kind of building that lore here about devil fruits. Uh, we we know about Luffy's devil fruit, uh, but are we obviously in those in that first volume? And I guess technically this is still the first volume. We really don't get a sense of uh what how either rare or common devil fruits are and and we're just kind of building that up and we're like okay so this is the first character that's outside of luffy that has a devil fruit and so we're like okay we don't know we like right all, all we know is luffy's a rubber man and that's all we got at this point in time so it's it's interesting to be like okay so uh, of course when i remember when i was watching it for the first time i was like I don't know what Buggy's Devil Fruit's going to be. I, I had no idea, and you know, once we find out, you're like, okay, anything's fair game in this world. Uh, but that—that's our first little hint at it there. Uh, uh, when they pull into this uh, uh, on this new island in this new port here, uh, so the scene cuts to uh, you know Nami still running around with. Uh, uh, a map of the Grand Line. That's what she declares. She goes, I have a map of the Grand Line uh, and Buggy's crews after her trying to get that map back. Uh, they're doing everything they can. Next thing you know, they end up shooting uh, Luffy down who is uh, still pretty much being eaten by that bird who's flying over the land there. Uh, so Luffy gets shot down and they Luffy, of course, with his attitude, he's like, oh, sweet. I'm alive. Hell yeah. Let's keep going. And then Nami is smart. This is this is where we learn Nami is a smart. She's a trickster. She's going to use any sort of tactics to get her way. She calls Luffy boss. And at this point in time, Luffy is definitely not her boss. He has a, no idea who this woman is. But the pirates immediately zone in on Luffy because, oh, why go after Nami if we can just go after her boss? That makes way more sense. And so they're about to gang up on Luffy. And of course, uh, Luffy wipes the floor with the three pirates that were trying to take his, uh, or just pretty much trying to beat him up. 
Uh, of course, and I think they try to touch his hat. Luffy, of course, gets super pissed off about that hat. Uh, he's like, "Don't touch the hat!" Right? That hat is a treasure to Luffy. That's his biggest treasure right now. So, uh, you don't touch Luffy's hat. If you've learned anything, don't touch his hat. Right? And so, uh, Nami actually sees all this happening, and she's like, obviously impressed. She's like, "Man, you're actually strong." Uh, you know, let's team up. And then. Uh, Nami pretty much just says, you know, she talks to Luffy, you know, wants to team up with him because she's like, I specialize in robbing pirates. And of course, Luffy kind of has a confused look on his face. He's like, robbing pirates? Because of course, he's like, I'm a pirate. I don't want to be robbed by you. Uh, but that's where the chapter ends. Uh, Tyler, what are your thoughts? Kind of quick introduction for Nami. But there's a couple of things you understand about her. You understand that she has a knack for uh, uh, the weather as she yeah. was uh, floating <laughs> out there. She's she's cunning. She's smart. Yep. Uh, she's getting her way, uh, and and she can she can clearly think on her feet, very on the fly, uh, yeah. very quickly uh, when she called Luffy boss right to get out of this tough situation. So she she's clearly a a a smart person uh, right. right off and the bat. For, for some reason, she specializes in robbing pirates, specifically pirates. So, uh, yeah, I mean. Pirates are not really typically good, so it makes sense that, uh, you know, that she would rob uh, people because, as we know, Nami is somewhat of a good person because she joins the crew later. But I, I what I'd like to point out, too, is that uh, when Zoro picked up those pirates uh, from Buggy's crew, uh, they tried to rob him, and he was just like, yeah, no. And the next scene, the next panel was the rowing because, you know, Zoro kicked their fucking ass. But I love yeah, that. Zoro, Zoro's was, so badass, I think. Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean, it was funny, too, because they actually end up saying, oh, if I would have known you were Pirate Hunter Zoro, I wouldn't have tried that. Right. Because they didn't realize you know, who it was at the time. It's it's funny. It's funny that at the beginning of the story that Zoro's name was the one that was like known throughout the East blue. Like no one really know, no knew who Luffy was until like, what was it after like towards the end of East blue? Yeah. Towards like, the end of East blue. I like mean, when he was getting ready to grow into the grand line, that's yeah. when like people were starting to know Luffy. But like before that, it was like Zoro's name. Like people would see Zoro and they're like, Oh, he's, he's the captain. You yeah, know? right. Luffy's definitely not the one they think is the captain, right. especially at this point in time. Yeah. Uh, and we actually kind of get a hint. We'll kind of actually understand that a little bit later here. Uh, but we'll get into the next chapter, unless you have any other final thoughts. No, that was uh, that was it. It was a good introduction to Nami. I think she's uh, – I think Nami's a cool character. Yeah. And then – okay. Let's go next chapter here. So uh, chapter nine, which is uh, officially the start of the second volume. Um and that's what the second volume looks like right there. The cover. Sorry, I could get it. Boom. Volume two. You had it too. All right, moving on to chapter nine, which is titled Femme Fatale. Uh, me and James didn't know what this was actually, so we looked it up. And it's Google says it's an attractive and seductive woman, especially one who is likely to cause distress or disaster to a man who has become involved with her. So <laughs> that's probably talking about our girl Nami. Anyway, so we're starting off uh, 
with uh, Luffy and Nami talking again, and Luffy pretty much just straight up denies her, and he walks off. Uh, and it looks like someone might be watching them. Um, but we cut to on the roof of the tavern, and it looks like we finally get to meet Captain Buggy, which is Buggy the Clown. Uh, and it's pretty much one of his goons saying that they're still searching for Nami and that, you know, they haven't found her. Uh, so this guy, Buggy, Buggy gets pretty angry and this guy, uh, starts getting choked. Like he just starts floating in the air and he like acts like he can't breathe. And, uh, we find out that it's actually Buggy's, uh, devil fruit power. And, uh, (laughs) He's using, it's uh, the Chop Chop Fruit. I don't know if it actually says it in this this uh, chapter, but um, pretty much Buggy is using his hand to hold up this guy, and uh, and then they shoot him with a freaking cannonball to kill him because, you know, they couldn't find him, or they he couldn't find Nami. Which, man, that, I think that's pretty fucking, uh, fucking brutal. Um, but then we cut over to Nami and Luffy talking, and uh she's just kind of talking about buggy uh and uh what's happened and they're just chatting in the in the in this uh house and uh nami says that she needs to uh earn 100 million berries uh and then she's going to buy a certain village so uh, there's probably a little something, uh, in the backstory for Nami, uh, there that we'll probably find out here soon. Um, but, uh, Luffy finds out that she is able to navigate, and so he wants her to join her crew. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and it's because, you know, they're heading to the Grand Line. But this is where she finds out that he's a pirate and she's like, no, I'm never going to join a pirate uh, because she hates pirates. Uh, And then Luffy starts talking about his treasure, which is his hat. And, you know, Nami asks, like, why is that your treasure? Like, is it expensive or something? But she kind of tells him that uh, tells him that a pirate or he swore to become a great pirate and give it back to a friend who gave it to him. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think Nami kind of sees right there that there might be, uh, something a little different with this guy, uh, cause he's not exactly normal cause probably a lot of pirates that are in this world don't really care about anything sentimental like that. Um, but yeah, Nami says if there's one thing that she really hates is pirates, so she would never join, uh, anyways, but she strikes a deal because it's Nami, you know, title of the chapter. Uh, <clears throat> so she says that she'll be the navigator uh, if uh, she goes to see Buggy with him. And Luffy's like being the carefree, trusting guy that he is. He's like, all right, great, let's go. And so they start heading there and he's like, hey, what's that rope for? And she's like, ah, <laughs> don't really worry about it. She ends up hog tying him. And uh, turns him into Buggy the Clown. <laughs> and uh, so uh, Luffy's all just now realizing, like, hey, you, you tricked me. 
and Buggy's asking, you know, what what is all this about? And uh, she lies. She's lying her way through it, uh, making it sound like Luffy's the bad guy, and she's like turning sides. She had a dispute with the disployer or uh, uh, employer. Uh, and then we uh, we get to see Zoro and they Zoro and the three pirates of buggies. They finally get to the town, and that's pretty much where the this chapter is like coming to an end. Here, um, <clears throat> Zoro is asking them to take him to their captain because uh, you know Zoro thinks that that's where. That's where, or he'll know where Luffy is, but, uh, James, you got anything to add on this? Uh, no, not really. Just the fact that this chapter really just kind of outlines the fact that, hey, Luffy's too gullible. He's too trusting. He trusted Nami. We learned in the previous chapter that Nami's cunning. She's going to use you, how she uses many pirates. So once she found out Luffy's a pirate, yeah. she immediately decided to use him, use right. Luffy. And so Luffy kind of gets caught there. And uh, of course, Luffy's a little pissed about that. Uh, but, you know, uh, that's it's kind of like kind of sums it up. But uh, yeah, Luffy can't be too trusting sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but that's why we love you. All right. That's right. why we love him. Uh, but yeah, I got nothing else, really. Uh, let's go ahead and get going to the next chapter. Unless you yeah, have any, any final thoughts either. No, I don't really have any on that All chapter. All right, sweet. So we get to... Uh, chapter uh, 10 called Incident at the Tavern. Obviously, this is where Luffy's tied up at. And uh, so Buggy's ecstatic. He's like, all right, we got a new crewmate. We got Nami. We got I got my map back. Uh, and, you know, everything is going great. Let's party. And so it turns out Nami can drink. Uh, she's not fake drinking. It looks like she's actually drinking. So she can hold her own, saying she can outlast all these pirates. So you know, good for Nami. Uh, that would be, uh, I'm sure she would be uh, fun at a party. Uh, but then we get Luffy, of course, still pissed, trying to get the hell out of there. And uh, I can't tell if this is Nami just feeling a little bit guilty, but she ends up giving him some food. And of course, Luffy immediately turns again. And he's like, hey, you're not so bad after all. So, you know, of course, it's Luffy and he just he just doesn't care. If you feed him, he'll be happy for life. So that's kind of where we're at here. Uh, but of course, Buggy's rubbing it in Luffy's face saying, you, you, know, you trusted the wrong person. You picked the fight with the wrong crew and that kind of thing. Uh, and if, and this is where uh, Buggy declares that he's going to kill Luffy by loading one of his special Buggy Balls and essentially blast Luffy to smithereens. And uh, it's he actually demonstrates it first by just blasting a line of houses that just goes, you know, just completely gets destroyed. So this buggy ball packs a punch. I'm not sure why there isn't any more buggy balls in the One Piece world. We don't, <laughs> to be honest, uh, dude, I've always really wondered that too. Like buggy balls are OP as hell. Like I don't like, know how he has made this. a fortune just selling those. You know, what I'm saying? At, yeah. I mean, <laughs> look at this. That is one a hell of a cannonball. It right. wrecks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Before, like, you can't even see the houses anymore. Yeah. I mean, so, give me some more buggy <laughs> balls in this, in the new world. I need some more buggy balls in the new world. Uh, let's, let's, oh, let's yeah. come on. Let's bring them back. Bring the buggy ball back. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
but uh, so everybody's like blown away by how powerful this is. And that's when, you know, Buggy's like, all right, Nami, you're going to light the fuse on this cannon. That's going to blow who you just crossed to smithereens. Of course, Nami's not a bad person. And so she's like horrified. Like she's not, a, she's like, I'm not a murderer. I'm not going to sink low. Like she's only using the crew until she has her opportunity to kind of bounce and, or like steal their treasure and bounce. And that's why uh, she's kind of like, you know, she kind of gets like this ghost white face, like, okay, uh, I guess, I don't know if I can do this. And you get all of Buggy's crew chaining her on and Buggy's like, fucking do it. And she ends up saying, you know, or Luffy actually ends up saying, you know, that's what you get for going up against pirates unprepared. Uh, that's, you know, part of Luffy's character that you find out over and over and over again, where it's like, even though Luffy acts goofy, he is prepared to die. Dude, that is I his love character. that about him. I really uh, and do. He love actually, it. I didn't realize it was shown this early on because he's like, "Hey, man, like that's like you're are scared. You shouldn't be scared if you if you're prepared to die or go against pirates. Oh, yeah, because if you go exactly. against pirates, you should be prepared to die." And you know, a little little uh, insight to his character there, which I love. Uh, how, that's how obviously how he how he always acts, and it's great. Uh, and so, uh, Nami ends up, you know, not shooting the buggy ball or lighting the fuse on the cannon ends up turning around smacking one of buggy's fodder characters to the ground and they're all like what the fuck's going on and of course you know buggy's like all right get her uh let's you know kill her pretty much and uh that's when uh it turns out the fuse accidentally got lit by uh i'm not sure actually what hit the ground there that to light it uh, i think it was from the it was from the um the guy she knocked down he went to go light it she whacked him on the head and that fuse that he was trying to light it with ends up actually still lighting the the cannon which is pretty funny uh and that's when we get zoro i believe hold on i'd actually don't want to skip too far Okay, yeah, so the, the, the fuse gets lit, and uh, you see Nami struggling against a few pirates. Uh, Luffy's still trying to eat his way out of the cage. And then, yeah, then we get Zoro uh, to come up, uh, pretty much just kicks all their ass immediately. And uh, Luffy's like, oh, sweet, glad you found me. Now get me out of here so we, uh, you know, so we can go, you know, just get out of here. And then... Uh, you know, Zoro makes a comment like, why are you kind of hanging around here, essentially, just goofing around? And then uh, Buggy's crew gets freaked out because Zoro just showed up because Luffy ends up, you know, says, hey, Zoro. And so Buggy, Buggy's crew gets freaked out at this point in time. And they're like, oh, shit, that's Pirate Hunter Zoro. Again, as, we, as you mentioned earlier, name. he's the one that people know, not Luffy. And so they all freak out. And then not, that's when Nami realizes, like, wait, he was talking about Zoro as his crewmate. That's fucking weird. Why, like, <clears throat> like these two are working together? Completely different personalities, but it's it works great, obviously, uh, for the show and just their dynamic. Uh, and of course, Buggy's like, all right, I can kick Zoro's ass. Uh, so you know, Buggy thinks Zoro's actually coming after him, and he's like. 
I don't give two fucks about you, Buggy. I'm just coming to get Luffy, and I'm trying to get out of here. And, of course, that kind of pisses off Buggy, and he challenges him uh, to a fight, uh, in which Zoro immediately kills kills Buggy. He slices him in, like, three different parts. And you're like, all right, that's the end of Buggy. And everybody's like, damn, that was fucking easy. Uh, and that's pretty much where it, the the chapter ends. We're kind of wondering why, uh, you know, why that was so easy, right? We just got introduced to Buggy, and he immediately gets right. killed. He just got like one shot. He got one shot by Zoro. Uh, super, super weird. Um, but uh, yeah, that I, is uh, I what happened. Good chapter. That, that chapter. I really, uh, I really like that part with with Luffy about just, you know, like you got to be prepared. Like if you're dealing with pirates, you got to be prepared to die. You yep. know, uh, yeah. Luffy's just like so determined that, you know, that's that's what will happen if you know he's either going to accomplish his goal or he's going to die trying. Which not a lot of people do that. Yep. Uh, really again, yeah, that was a great part. Uh, all right, and then we get to chapter eleven. Chapter eleven, flight. Yes, sir. Uh, the cover page is with Luffy racing a cheetah, which is uh, <laughs> I like this cover page. Uh, so it starts off with Zoro. Uh, Zoro <laughs> just cut down Buggy, and uh, they're all wondering what's going on. The pirates are Buggy's pirates are laughing. They're thinking what kind of pirates would laugh when their uh, captain just gets cut down like that. And that's when Zoro gets stabbed in the back by an arm. And everyone is freaked out. Well, Luffy and Nami are freaked out. The other buggy pirates are laughing their asses off. Uh, they, 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 But Luffy and Nami have no idea what what's going on. That's when Buggy actually does reveal his devil fruit, which is the Chop Chop devil fruit. And uh, is he says that he could slice or you could slice and dice him all you want, but you know he could just divide himself into pieces, which is kind of a cool fruit. Uh, in a world with swordsmen, a lot of swordsmen, uh, or a lot of what swords are like a, a main weapon, so it's a good fruit, really. Uh, and so Luffy and Zoro, or <laughs> Luffy and Nami and Zoro, they're all freaked out about it. Uh. But the, everything's looking bad, and Luffy calls him out for uh, you know stabbing someone in the back. Like, how could you do that? Even though they're pirates, and Luffy knows pirates fight dirty, but like, how could you stab someone in the back? So it pissed Luffy off, uh, and he called him Big Nose, uh, which was fucking hilarious because all the all the pirate or all the buggies pirates were just like they thought they were gonna all die because they said that because they knew how much that pisses Buggy off. And so Buggy tries to stab Luffy, uh, like with his arm, like throwing his arm over at him, and Luffy freaking catches it with his fucking mouth, freaking fucking, and and he fucking breaks it. He breaks the he breaks the knife, which is so dope. I love that. Uh, and Nami's like just blown away about this. She's like, "Who the who the hell are these guys?" Like she she thought like Luffy, are you gonna try? Are you trying to get yourself killed by calling him Big Nose? And then and then like. <laughs> he catches it with his knife or his mouth and, and then she freaks out even more I, I love it, it's great 
but Luffy tells Zoro to run and he's like, they're like, now nah, we're trying to save you. Uh, but everyone thinks that he is running, but he really runs to the freaking cannon, which is a really heavy, heavy cannon. And Zoro's stabbed already. He's got a wound to the gut, right? Uh, or like the, the side. I don't know, whatever that is. But uh, he runs over to the cannon and he lifts it up. And he points it back at all the buggies pirates. And, uh, you know, they're freaking out because it has a buggy ball in it. So if that goes off and they, like, that gives them a smoke screen. So they need to get out of there. And uh, <laughs> Luffy's still trapped in this cage. But Zoro just is like, ah, I got you, dog. And he picks him up. Again, this dude is injured. He is, like, currently bleeding out of his freaking gut side ab whatever i mean it is <laughs> he's just lifting luffy with this giant metal cage again nami's like what the fuck is happening <laughs> and uh so they get the hell out of there um and they find some cover which i say cover but it's not really cover because they're like just on a rooftop it looks like and they're in the open so it doesn't really look like they're hard to find but, uh, you know, they need to get Luffy out of the cage. Zoro's bleeding out, so that's not good. And uh, and then it gets to the last page, and Buggy is just, like, pissed off. And he says, no more clowning around. Uh, you know, like, it's time to clobber these guys. And it's a declaration of war, like, pissing them off like this. So Buggy's officially pissed, and they're about to go. The, all the Buggy's pirates are about to go, uh, you know. Go hunt them down in the town and probably wreck some havoc. But that was uh, that was pretty much the end of the chapter. James, you got anything to add? Uh, Zoro's a tank. You know, he can take a knife wound pretty uh, well and still kick ass. So uh, love Zoro for that. Uh, let's go ahead and get started on the next uh, chapter. Uh, chapter 12, I believe. And it is called... What is this called? It's called Dog. Like, that's weird. Why is it called Dog? Oh, well, you'll find out very shortly why it's called Dog. Dog. Ugh. All right. So, uh, again, we get pretty much Lou, or sorry, uh, Buggy, the clown, is pissed. And he's like, all right, you know, enough's enough. Uh, let's bring out the wild animal show. Ends up being Buggy's first mate, Moji, the lion tamer. This uh, goofy looking dude with like hair that like, wraps around his head and uh, super hairy chest. And he is a lion tamer with his fierce looking lion. And he's pretty much like, you go get Zoro's head for me. Again, they don't care about Luffy, really. They care more about Zoro because he is the, you know, the, what's known in these areas is the pirate hunter. Uh, but then after that, we get we cut to a dog. This is this little dog just chilling, just sitting. Uh, and that's when Zoro and Luffy uh, run or Zoro falls faint. Essentially, he says he runs out. Of, he's lost too much blood. Uh, he's like, all right, I try, time to get some rest, because when you're bleeding out, you need some rest. <laughs> you don't need medical care. Um, and that's when uh, you see this dog just looking at Zoro like, what the fuck are you doing in my territory? A dog does not look happy to see Zoro. That's for sure. Doesn't look like a friendly dog at this point in time. And of course, Luffy's like, who the fuck is this dog? Is it real? And then pokes the dog right in the eyes and then gets his face bitten by this dog. 
Uh, and then of course now Luffy's in a fight with the dog for no fucking reason. And Zoro's losing his shit cause he's bleeding out and Luffy's fighting a dog that, you know, classic Luffy. Uh, but anyways, they kind of pass out and then Nami ends up sh- showing up and sees them and is like, you guys are idiots. If this is your hiding spot, which is in the middle of the street, that just doesn't make any sense. And if Luffy's like, Oh, awesome. Our navigators here. That is phenomenal. Uh, and then, you know, which we didn't know earlier, but Nami ended up stealing a key uh, for Luffy. So Luffy's like, all right, sick. I'm going to get it out of this cage. And then the dog eats the key because the dog hates Luffy now. Uh, Cause Luffy poked him in the eyes and <laughs> which is, pretty hilarious at this point in time and luffy just like cartoon chokes the dog and the dog's just fucking losing his shit uh, and that's pretty funny uh but that's when we get uh boodle mayor of port town so i think this is actual first time we get the name of the town called port town uh and this is the mayor he, he is one goofy looking dude he's got this like shitty looking armor on uh and this weird ass hairdo uh mullet thing going on uh, but he's like, don't you pick on old Chow Chow? Uh, and that, which is the, which ends up being the dog's name. And he's like, I'm the mayor of this town. You know, you know, that dog's been sitting there, uh, you know, ever since the owner left, uh, which we'll find out here shortly. Uh, it's pretty much, uh, the, the, his owner, the dog's owner, Chow Chow owns a pet store and, uh, and that dog and, you know, his owner have loved this pet store. Uh, and you know, the owner would be like, cha cha, you're in charge while I'm gone. Don't eat up, don't eat up all the food while I'm gone. And of course, you know, that this dog takes that shit seriously. He's like, Roger that I am going to sit here and take charge and not let any motherfucker steal from you. And, you know, that's kind of his whole mission. Uh, and then, so. That's why he's sitting. That's why he's sitting there to this day. Like the whole town's fucking evacuated, but not Chow Chow. He's like, "This is my fucking, this is my fucking territory." My master said, "Fucking sit here and watch the merchandise." So I'm gonna sit here and watch the merchandise. Um. Uh, but it turns out that the uh, his master Chow Chow's master dies. I think he got sick. Uh, and yeah, it died. says it in the next chapter. I'm pretty uh, sure. And. And so it's it's pretty sad, uh, you know. It's well, yeah. sad, right? This dog yeah. is waiting on his master, uh, but his master got sick and passed on. Yeah. Uh, so they're all like, "Oh, you know, poor thing." Uh, but you know, the mayor actually ends up saying, "I don't think Chow Chow think like I think Chow Chow understands his master is dead. Right? Uh, he's just uh, he wants to protect the his like store that his master loves so much. He's pretty much like, "Hey, this is." my master's treasure, his own store. So this is my treasure. And so I'm going to protect this with my life. And that's kind of like, he understands that maybe his master's not coming back. Um, so what is that? Is that what our second sad backstory, third sa- sad backstory by now? And it's from, it's from a fucking dog. Chow chow uh, backstory. We, can, yeah, so we, we call uh, this one of our, uh, our sad backstory counter now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely a sad backstory. Um, it was uh this this if if we if we want to add a counter, this was one of the times that many times that I've cried in one piece. <laughs> oh, over uh, a dog, that's funny. Oh dude, it's it's Oda knows, man. He knows yeah. how to hit you. 
Anyways, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I was just going to move on to the next part of this chapter. Uh, did you have anything else to say oh, about that? Sounds good. good. <laughs> go ahead. All right. So anyways, we ended up moving on and that's when the lion tamer emoji shows up and uh, turns out he, he sees Luffy in the cage and he's like, oh yeah, that's right. You know, the one that worked up buggy. So he's like, all right, I guess I'll kill you pretty easy. You're in a cage, not too hard. And the lion ends up destroying this cage. Uh, so, I mean, pretty much, you know, Moji's like, where's Zoro? And then, you know, tell us where he is. And Luffy's like, nope. And then that's when uh, uh, Richie, the lion, he, he orders Richie to attack Luffy in the cage, which busts open the cage. Not a smart idea. Luffy's already in a cage. Uh, you don't need the lion to kill him because the lion just ripped open the cage and now Luffy's free. Moji, tactics, very, very poor. Uh, not a very smart man. Now Luffy gets out. So he's like, I'm out pretty easy sick. Uh, but he ends up getting like blasted into like a nearby building and, uh, Moji, of course, nobody could survive that classic shonen trope. Nobody can survive that. I'm going to ignore it and pretend like they're not going to come back and whip my ass. So that's what Moji pretty much does. And, uh, let's see. And then they, uh, ended up, and then the, for some reason, Moji decides to attack this dog in the pet store. I guess that the lion got a whiff of this food and was like, I'm hungry. Yeah, I think he was hungry. And then the Mo and then uh Chow Chow's like, nah, fam, this is fucking my territory. And I'm sorry, Moji's he's a fucking he's a boss, loyal dog, but he got no shot against that lion. Uh but that's pretty much where the chapter ends. Of course, Luffy's not dead. He's there. He's like, I'm ready to go. Hey. Uh but He's got a bigger heart. That's where it matters. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not in this case, uh, but he does win the heart of some people who do have the capability of whooping that lion's ass. Uh, anyways, that's the end of the chapter 12. Uh, next chapter, Tyler, you got it. Uh, yeah. So the next chapter is chapter 13 and it's titled treasure. This is, <sighs> This is a good chapter. I like this chapter. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Luffy comes out of that wreckage and he just kind of is like looking around, like, "Huh, what's going on?" And they're all surprised that he's he's alive. And uh, I love what Luffy says here. He's like, "I figured out why I'm here in this town after, uh, or I figured out why I'm here." And uh, it's because he needs to find that map to the Grand Line, which Buggy has, which Nami originally stole, and uh, to find a navigator, which is Nami. So, boom, boom. You know, knock two birds out with one stone right there. Uh, and then uh, <clears throat> it cuts to Moji and Richie having a little standoff with Chow Chow. I like to call him Chocho. Chow Chow, Chocho. I might be switching chow, off. Chow, chow, chow. I don't whoa, know. Whoa, whoa. I don't know. You might hear me switching off. Sorry <laughs> if you hear me do that. But it might be Chocho. I could be Chocho. Cho I said Chow Chow. Either way. Um so Chocho is just barking and he's like like yo, back the fuck off, or like, you know, that's like 30 berries right there, bro. You know, like you gotta pay. And and uh Richie attacks him and 
uh, Chocho actually gets up again and he, he bites him. He's like putting up a really good fight and you're kind of starting to see uh, some of the backstory about uh, Chocho. See, I'm switching off a lot. Uh, but it's him and his owner, and his owner was super happy about opening the pet store. And, uh, you know, his owner was, like, telling him, like, it's his treasure. And he's like, hey, the, uh, when the uh, when his owner is going off, he's like, hey, make sure you take care of the shop while I'm gone. And that was the last time he was there because he would die in the hospital later. And uh, so, like, this was, you know, the thing that was most precious God, I'm almost getting te teared up right now. The thing that was most precious to his owner and Chocho was like his, the most precious thing was his owner to him, I think. And so like, it was like his masters, his owners last part of his owner, you know, it was his last part of his owner. So Chocho loved this thing. Like it, it, it definitely was his treasure. Uh, it was worth more than him than any amount of gold. That's for sure. If a dog like cared about gold, I mean, it's a pet store and he's not eating the food. So that tells you how valuable that is to him. That's, that's gold to him, dogs, right? Anyways, unfortunately, Chocho loses and well, uh, Richie, the lion like is chomping on like the, the food and he doesn't even like it, I think, but they set the uh, the pet store on fire, which is like, dude, it's like a, it's a dick move. Why do you even have to do that? Like, you're, you're specifically like, fuck you in particular. Uh, but uh, Chocho is there like barking at it and he's all sad. And Luffy sees this and I this is where I was crying. <laughs> oh my God. It was so good. You guys got to read it. Like, just get into it. Get into the feels. Uh, but Luffy is uh, just kind of just stares like a straight face, like doesn't really look pissed or happy or anything. It's just straight face. Not a face that you'd really want to see, though, like a serious face, you know. And uh, he, he goes up to uh, Moji and Richie and he performs. He's, you know, they, they were surprised that he was alive and he's like, oh, it's going to take more than a stupid line to kill me. And he performs a attack called Gum Gum Gavel, and it's a really cool attack. He, like, twists his arms all up and, like, spins it back and, like, twists Richie and slammed him into the ground. And, uh, at this point, Moji's like, holy shit, you just took out my lion in, like, a split second. Like, I don't think Moji could do that, you know? Uh, so he's freaking out, and he's actually trying to apologize and all this, and Luffy's like... It's too late to apologize. And man, this fucking punch was so satisfying. Luffy just punches his face straight into the fucking ground. <laughs> and ah, oh, it it was it was a nice punch. Luffy's muscles are all bulging the veins like you could tell it was a good punch. It was it was a good punch. And so we go back to uh the building is like just now burnt to a crisp. And Nami's all pissed off. She's like, pirates, they just like, they're all the same. You know, they take, they take everything. They loot, murder, whatever. It doesn't matter. They take what that's, what's not theirs. So Nami clearly, Barry has a, like, has a deep hatred for pirates. Um, and I'm sure we're going to see that here soon. Why? But 
and and she sees Luffy and she's like all pissed off because he knows she knows that he's a pirate. And she's like, why couldn't you have just died? You know, like, why are you still here? And Nami like just wants to kill Luffy right there because she's so pissed off because even she is so like, you know, taken by Chocho's story. She loved like it was it's a good story. But Nami's like trying to kill him and the mayor is holding her back. And Luffy walks up to Chocho and he uh grabs gives him some dog food and it's like it's that's all I could say for you. And uh I love this because Nami is just like, What what the fuck? Like what kind of pirate would do this? I mean, like she's never seen anything like that. Like a pirate not only caring for something, but caring for a dog. Like in like giving him a food caring for what the dog cares about. Uh and so <laughs> Luffy gives the dog food to Chocho and he he grabs the food and he walks off and he barks <laughs> back at Luffy as he's walking away and he, Luffy's like, Thanks, good luck to you too. I love it. Uh <laughs> and Mommy's like, huh, you know, like I think she's starting to realize that he's not such a bad guy. Um but Buggy's crew, uh, they all find out that Moji was defeated, and uh, and then this is when we see Buggy, and he's like, "Ready, my special Buggy balls." Uh, so, and it's pretty much that's pretty much the end of it. Uh, I wonder what the special Buggy balls are. You know, like, right? <laughs> what what are they different from the normal Buggy balls? Uh, yeah, either so way, the Buggy we'll balls pack a punch. I know, right? Uh, so we'll see that next chapter. But man, I, I really did like this chapter. It was a good backstory. If you guys actually read it, then uh, you'll, I mean, you'll you'll get into it, especially if you love dogs or just an animal <laughs> lover in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. So our next chapter we get uh, is chapter fourteen called Reckless, uh, and we kind of get where we see Moji uh, is just his ass beat with his lion, or pretty much passed out. Uh, you see emoji is actually trying to warn buggy saying that that luffy's in fact a a rubber man and they're like what of course they think zoro beat his ass but it was luffy and he's like don't under underestimate the kid he you know he's a rubber man but they're like uh the only thing that buggy hears is rub he doesn't really kind of put it all together i think that's actually the only thing that mochi ends up saying uh, and so he thinks that like he got his ass beat by a masseuse essentially. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? All right. That's fucking it. Uh, you know, I'm going to fucking, you know, destroy this whole fucking town. Like fuck this place. Uh, and then we end up cutting to uh, a cut scene here, the refuge of the townspeople. So I mentioned earlier that all the townspeople had left the village. And so they're pretty much all in the outskirts of town and this uh, looks like some refugee place. Uh, there is a building. Uh, so there, you know, there, there's people living out here, but they all, it's kind of where they evacuated to and they see Cho or is it? Yeah. Chocho uh, walking up all beat up and all, you know, all the townspeople are all worried about it. And they're like, Hey, where's the mayor? He only, he only goes into the town to feed Chocho to make sure Chocho, you know, can survive. And they're kind of getting a little curious there. Uh, that's when, and goes back to uh you know Luffy uh Nami uh, Zoro and the mayor uh and you see Luffy or sorry the Nami is actually apologizing and Luffy's like no it's fine I don't really care uh the mayor just 
he's fucking had enough, right? This, this hit him hard too. It didn't hit Luffy hard and Nami hard. It also, or it didn't just hit them hard. It also hit the mayor hard. And now he's like, fuck it. I'm fucking these people up. And Luffy's like, hell yeah, let's go. Uh, of course, Nami's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? This is not a good idea. And Luffy's like, what are you talking about? This is a great idea. We can go kick some ass. Uh, so let's see. cut this part out. Do, 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 do. Make sure I'm saying the right things. Yeah, so then, so we get the mayor essentially declaring here again, you know, I'd be a sorry excuse for mayor if I didn't try to protect the town. I'm going to fight. Uh, that's kind of what he does. Uh, but Buggy is essentially just blowing the town to smithereens as as they're having this conversation. He's like, I don't care. Like, Buggy's like, I'm fucking this town up. And, of course, that pisses off everybody. And Luffy's like, hey, Zoro was sleeping in that building. <laughs> course at the building just get, get fucking wrecked uh luffy's not like oh my god is zoro okay he's like hey zoro was sleeping in there like you woke him up not that you may have potentially killed him uh and and so of course zoro's still alive and zoro's like that's a fucking hell of an alarm clock because you know he's a badass and that is just an alarm clock to him and so they're all pretty excited oh, okay cool zoro's alive still that's cool all right, let's go kick these asses. Again, the mayor is just – mayor is on fucking – he's on full throttle right now. He is pissed. Uh, and he's like, I know I'm being reckless, but I'm going to fuck this dude up. Uh, and then Nami is still like, okay, this is probably not a good idea, but whatever. And Zoro and Luffy are both like, oh, things are getting fun, which is – it makes no sense. You know, again, Nami being the most reasonable person there is like, well, what the fuck are you guys talking about? This is not fun. How can, you know, just stand there laughing? Uh, and that's pretty much because Luffy knows he can kick their ass. Uh, and he's like, we're going to go to the Grand Line. We're going to get that map back and we can all go there together. It's going to be easy. It's fine. And he's like, join up with us. And that's when he kind of actually is like first, like that's when you kind of really get the sense that like, Hey, Nami might actually join the crew. Uh, Cause he's like, you want to find that map and treasure? Well then join up with us. And she ends up agreeing to join forces, but just for the time being as a common goal. So she's not officially, you know, saying she's joining the crew, but she's temporarily saying, Hey, I'll join up for a little bit, you know, cause she has her own goals in mind at this point in time. And they're separate from Luffy's. Uh, and again, uh, you got buggy up there on top of this, uh, drinker pub about to blast another buggy ball. And that's when Zoro and Luffy, uh, come up as well. Uh, and pretty much ends right there. Get it's pretty much Zoro, Luffy, and the mayor are all down here on the ground, looking up at this drinker's town or drinker's pub, ready to take on the buggy crew. And that's where we end. Tyler, what are your thoughts? Anything to add there? It's pretty straightforward. Captain just pretty much got us into the fight, right? That chapter was just a, hey, yeah, the buggy crew is a piece of shit. Motivate the, you know, Mare's motivated. Now Luffy and Zoro motivated. Go beat their ass. And now we're here to the fight. 
Uh, okay, so chapter 15 was uh, chapter or titled Gong. Uh, this one's a cool cover page. Luffy, Nami, Zoro are all on this like mammoth or whatever. And uh, Luffy's playing on the trunk. Zoro's sleeping on the tusk, which looks like a moon. Coincidence? I don't know. Are moons important? Yeah, it's a coincidence, Tyler. I know. <laughs> uh, and then now he's sitting on top. Uh, anyway, so we're going to get into it. So we got the mayor and he's calling out uh, Buggy and his crew. He's like, yo, man, I've had enough of this shit. Like, let, let's 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 take care of this. And so he's calling him out. And this is when we meet. Uh, what's his name? Buggy's second mate. Cabbage. The acrobat. I believe it's no. pronounced Kabaji. Kabaji. Yeah, because cabbage. it's like a J-I. Yeah, it's, you're right, but I'm calling him Cabbage. Cause you call him Cabbage? I mean, no. he might as well be a Cabbage. That's probably what Luffy would call him if he heard his name. Like, probably. hey, what's up, Cabbage? Like, no, yeah. it's Kabaji. Anyways. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so we got, uh, yeah, his second mate, his first, is that first in command, right? Mason first in command. First mate? I don't know. What's the second mate? Anyways. Uh, we meet them and they're uh, Buggy and the mayor are arguing about it. And Buggy's like, nah, I'm just going to take care of him because the uh, Kabaji is like, yo, I'll take care of him. Buggy's like, nah, nah let me take care of him because he, he called me out directly. Uh, and then Buggy, you know, throws his hand out him and starts choking the mayor. And Buggy's having a great time about this. He's laughing, calling like just humiliating him or trying to, uh, but, uh, the mayor's not having it. I mean, he's like, I won't let you wreck this town. And that's when Luffy fucking shows up and he grabs Buggy's hand and like saves the mayor pretty much. And he's like, yo, I'm back bitches. Sorry for all the profanity. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Buggy calls his hand back and they're arguing. Mayor is like wanting to go at it, dude. He's still wanting to go at it, even though he's just getting choked out. Like he, he could do nothing, right? And Mayor's Mayor's about to go fight Buggy still, and Luffy takes grabs him in the back of the head and looks like he just shoves him into a wall uh and knocks him out. And Tommy's like, What the hell did you do that for? Of course, Zoro realizes it. He's like, yeah, it's probably a good thing. He would have gotten himself killed if if he was awake, like just trying to fight in this, you know, let, let the strong guys take care of it. And so Luffy again calls out uh, Buggy, but he calls him Big Nose, which pisses everyone off. <laughs> I love those faces, just like mouths dropped. Uh, <clears throat> but they fire a... Uh, is this one of the special buggy balls? Give him the buggy ball. It's a buggy ball, I guess. And he fires a cannon at the buggy, or uh, he fires the buggy ball at Luffy. And this is when Luffy does his gum gum balloon, which is one of his iconic attacks or defense attacks. You'll see this throughout the entire series. Because uh, a lot of them you actually don't see, like the last one, like the gum gum gavel. I don't think you ever see that again, maybe until way late. But uh, the balloon, he just blows up to a giant balloon and actually uh, bounces the ball right back at them and blows up the entire tavern. 
And Nami is just like on her knees. She's like, what the hell are you? And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much the end of the chapter. That's where it ends off. Uh, James, you got anything on this chapter? I thought it was a pretty good chapter. Yeah, pretty solid. Uh, again, we're getting, it's, it's funny. I love seeing the reaction of everybody when they see Luffy just become a balloon because they're like, what the yeah. fuck? They were not expecting that. So dude, one of my Good favorite things there. in One Piece 2, like, I mean, Oda with the reactions, like the in-world reactions are always so priceless. And I, I always love how Luffy and Zoro are so, like, they're just, they don't realize what they're saying or, like, that it pisses anyone off. But they just, uh, like, throughout the whole series, they'll say something that pisses someone off or, like, would piss that person off and mm. everyone else is like, dude, why would you say that to this person? Do you know who this is? Like, you're going to kill us. Hashtag no filter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No filter. That's what I was looking for. They have no filter. And I yeah. love it. <laughs> All right. So we're moving on to chapter 16 versus buggy's crew. Obviously this is a big fight coming. Uh, the cover page here is just, you know, showing, you know, buggy's, you know, first and second mate and himself just chilling. All right. So let's get into it. Uh, so Luffy just bounced that buggy ball back, destroyed the fucking, uh, building. And they're all just standing there waiting to see what happens. Uh, and he's, and of course, Nami again is like, I thought there was something weird about you, but come on, damn. He's like, she's, so she's kind of now figuring out what Luffy's at or what Luffy's like, you know, why he's so strong maybe. And, you know, just, you know, his personality and everything. So she's, she's kind of getting a better picture of Luffy at this point in time. And of course she's freaking out. Like, but like, how did you do that? And he's like, that was my gum gum balloon. Like, that's how I did it. I blew up like a balloon. <laughs> and she's like, that's not what I mean. It's like, why can you do that? Uh, but you see uh, Luffy's uh, or sorry, you see buggies uh, and his crew, specifically the second mate and buggy himself. They used some fodder characters, kind of fodder. So uh, the, the cat cabbage dude, as Tyler, you would say cabbage. He used uh, Richie the lion as a shield. Low, right? You don't use dick. animals as your shield. That's not cool. What a dick. That uh, probably would have pissed Luffy off. That would have pissed. I would have pissed. That pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so you can clearly see this. Uh, the the Kabaji, He his real name. He's he's a dick. Uh, Lu, or, and then Buggy also used somebody for a shield himself, and. Right, of course, that's just horrible. Like using your own men as shields, that's just pretty fucked up. Uh, and that, that's kind of where we get the fight rolling here. Uh, you know, Moji gets real pissed too because he, you know, don't use Richie, you fucking asshole. Use one of the other fodder characters. Uh, that's probably what he's thinking. Uh, but yeah, so you know, fights on. Uh, and uh, Moji's like, hey, that's the person I told you. He's a rubber man. Watch out for him. Uh, again, that's when Nami realizes, oh, she's a, you know, that's when kind of Nami puts it, puts together like, oh, you also ate, you know, devil fruit. Uh, you're a rubber man. He's a chop chop man. So now they're all, you know, understanding this, uh, the devil fruit business going on here, which is real funny. Actually, one thing I meant to say earlier, it's funny that Luffy's rubber fruit is like, he's immune to like blunt blows. And the first other devil fruit we get is immune to, uh, slices which is like the opposite of Luffy's yeah. fruit. We think it's like the opposite of Luffy's fruit, you know, and that's kind of what you, <laughs> you, you get at at this point in time. That's kind of what it is. It's like, 
the first other devil fruit we get introduced to is almost like the opposite, or at least has the opposite weakness, yeah. right? Like Luffy's yeah. weakness then- is swords. Buggy's weakness would be blows, not yeah. swords. So it's, it's interesting how they kind of did that right off the bat here. Uh, anyways, kind of digress there. Uh, you know, Moji's like, I tried to tell you. And he's like, no, you fucking didn't. Uh, and, you know, Moji, uh, unfortunately, just gets thrown by Buggy saying, fuck you, because Buggy's pissed off that he didn't get warned. And then Luffy kicks him right in the face. Like, that's just not only getting thrown away by your own crew, but then the enemy just fucking one shots you in the face with like a fucking kick like that. That sucks. So poor Moji, right? Uh not really though, because he did burn that building. So so fuck Moji actually. You know, I for, almost forgot about it. It was only a few chapters later. I almost forgot. Uh anyways, uh so pretty much uh Buggy Second makes like, I'm gonna do this myself. Uh, you know, Kabaji, the acrobat is what he's called. Uh and Zoro's like, I'm gonna take this dude, and that's when you get Kabaji and Zoro pretty much start brawl and they're going back and forth kabaji's on a fucking unicycle doing some weird fucking shit and he only attacks zoro's weak spot essentially not his weak spot but where he got stabbed so it is now his weak spot and you know he's kind of playing dirty doing that but again they're pirates so you kind of expect that you know shit out of them and you know zoro's obviously in a lot of pain because he did get stabbed there and uh you know they're kind of going back and forth zoro's still you know holding holding his ground a little bit uh, you know, exchanging some blows here and there. Uh, and, um, uh, you end up getting, uh, let's see, eventually Zoro ends up actually. Okay. So at this point, you know, Zoro's like, you're fucking annoying. You know, you're trying to take advantage of my wound, but then Zoro's like, you know what? He fucking one up. So he's like, he cuts his own, he makes his wound worse. He cuts himself making it worse. And everybody's like, why the fuck are you doing that? Yeah. And he's like, because you need me to be this hurt for you to beat me. But I don't think you can still beat me really. Uh, it turns out he can't, uh, cause Luffy's like, Oh my God, Zoro's so cool. But everybody else is like, no, now he's just going to bleed out. (laughs) (laughs) You're a fucking idiot, Zoro. Uh, but that's pretty much uh, where the chapter ends. Uh, Kabaji's obviously kind of pissed cause he thinks Zoro is essentially mocking him. And, Zoro is mocking him, uh, but it's pretty awesome. Zoro's a badass. Anyways, Tyler, thoughts other than Zoro's a badass? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, no, Zoro's a badass. Um, <laughs> I really love that Luffy was just like, <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> like, uh, and everyone, like, yeah, dude, Zoro, yeah, Zoro, that's, that's it. Zoro's a badass. That's all I got. Um, and for this next chapter, uh, Zoro's a badass. That's all I got. Just kidding. Uh, so the next chapter is chapter chapter 17, and it's titled High Level, Low Level. And it's starting off with Zoro and Kabaji. They're standing off in the fight. Zoro's telling him, he's like, I can't lose even once to anyone who calls himself a swordsman. And uh, Kabaji is like, oh, is that why you're injured Injured yourself so you have an excuse to why you lost? And Zoro's like, no, you have it the other way around. If I lose to someone of the likes of you with injuries this light, then I'll give up on my – then I might as well give up on my dream right now. Like, so it wasn't even a handicap. It was more of a like 
can he go even further? <laughs> I, I love Zoro, dude. He like, pretty much just challenged himself. Yeah, like, you like, know what I can do? I'm gonna give myself a handicap, then I should still be able to kick this guy's ass. Right, I, I love it, dude. Um, and even Buggy's just like, oh, what's up with this fucking guy? Like, I think he's starting to re- like this guy's a different fucking breed. He's not even the fucking captain. Uh, so it goes to Luffy and Nami. They're just talking. She's like, hey, I'm going to go look for a uh, treasure map or whatever. Or, uh, what is it? Oh, they're not the treasure map. They're treasure. She's going to go look for their treasure because uh, it's where the uh, rubble of where all the tavern, where the tavern was uh, that Luffy bounced the buggy ball back towards and blew up. And, uh, She's like, yeah, you guys win or lose, I don't really care. Uh, but just remember, if you get the map, that's the only time that I'll like consider joining you guys. And she's like, all right, good luck, boys. I'll see you. <laughs> and I love this because like, she literally is like, I don't care if you guys win or lose. But she said, good luck, see ya. And Luffy's like, wow, thanks. <laughs> like, she's so nice. <laughs> like, he's just so oblivious. Oh, this fucking. Uh, yeah, that's why I love Luffy. Perfect. Uh, and so you get back. Go back to the fight. Kabaji's uh, has uh, what those like dreidels, like the spin tops, uh, and uh, he's doing like circus tricks. It's called hike in the mountains, and he just throws a bunch of those uh, spinning tops all around. And Zoro's like defending them off, or fending them off, and he's riding a unicycle. I don't know if we said that, but he jumps super high up in the air, or he gets super high up in the air, and he's coming down at Zoro. And Buggy tries to interfere with the motherfucking fight by shooting his hand over at him. And it's so Zoro's getting attacked from two angles. And I mean, let's be honest, Zoro would have been fine, uh, it, even without the intervention. But Luffy is a badass. And he's like, yo, dude, uh, your fight's not with him. It's going to be with me. Like, stay out of that. And so he actually stomps on the foot or on his hand. Uh, and what shirts Buggy which is kind of a drawback to his power because his hand is detached from his body and it's away and it could get hurt. So it's like kind of, you know, it's not very great for defending at that point. But anyways, uh, Zoro's able to avoid uh, Kabaji's attack. And uh, Zoro's like, ah, you know, he's like getting on, he's on his knees because he like fell to the ground, but he's like, I'm tired. I've had enough. And uh, Kabaji thinks he's won, and Zoro's like, nah, dude, I've had enough of your goddamn circus tricks. Like, I'm about to fucking end you. And Zoro just has veins popping out of his head, like that bandana, the black bandana on, just those eyes being, oh, scary. Uh, and so Zoro, like, crosses his arms, and it, uh, he says, Oni Yuri. <laughs> That's his attack. Uh, that's the Santoryu style, and he slices uh, Kabaji up pretty good, and he's definitely down for the count. Zoro or a Buggy is uh, kind of angry. Luffy obviously is not surprised, but happy that he won. Uh, and uh, Zoro's like, "Yeah, we're not common thieves; we're pirates. Uh, you know, because thieves are like pussies." Compared to pirates. Uh, and then Luffy or Zoro passes out and he's like, yo, I'm <laughs> I'm going to bed now. And it's all up to you. So 
This is where uh, I love this part because Luffy and Buggy are talking and uh, Buggy's like, oh, you call yourself pirates? And uh, this is a really good part. Uh, <laughs> so Buggy is calling them like, what are, what are a couple like young pucks like or punks like you going to do? You guys like have any idea like uh, what's out there, you know, and uh Luffy's like, yeah, I'm going to like, I'm going to be king of the pirates. And uh, yeah, this is what Buggy's saying. Like, don't be a fool and everything like you, you know what that entails. And uh, of course, Luffy's like, whatever, like, doesn't matter. Uh, <clears throat> so he's like, just hurry up and attack me. Um, And uh, so this is the, the last few lines are actually really good. And I think this, this is the last chapter of the book, right? Yes. Um, yeah. so I'm just going to read the last few lines of buggy and he's, uh, you and that straw hat remind me of him when he was younger, that insolent dog with the red hair and Luffy's like red hair. So I love this buggy sees that straw hat and it reminds him of someone, especially how Luffy is acting, which is pissing Buggy off even more, it seems like. But it reminds him of someone when he was younger and he had red hair. So it's probably Shanks. And I love that. There's a connection right there. And so, uh, yeah. I mean, James, what do you got on this? Yeah, so you, kinda, you got, definitely get that little hint. Again, Zoro. One, Zoro's badass. <laughs> we kind of, have we said that yet on this episode? Do we haven't uh, said Zoro's a badass yet? I don't know. If we have it, Soro's a badass. Um, but if we have, you know, we've said it, you know, well, there you go. Get it again. Uh, but yeah, no, that's awesome. Get what uh, again? Uh, Zoro's a badass, Zoro's maybe? A, oh, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, that's, okay. I think that's what we get. I thought we were talking about something else. <laughs> but we get uh, Buggy, de- definitely, like, definitely a huge hint towards Shanks. And you're at this point, you're reading, like, okay, what's the relationship? Do they know each other? And right. that's kind of, we get left on that cliffhanger here. So I'm sure we'll lo- learn a little bit more about it in the next chapter. Maybe chapters, maybe several hundred chapters down the line, we'll learn even more information about them. I, was gonna I don't say, know. Do I, I don't remember. I got to read on, but like, does it even really pick up on that? Like later in the next chapter? I I mean, I think if I'm be honest, I think we do get, you know, we do, we do know that it's Shanks yeah. relatively I mean, yeah. soon, but yeah. we don't get any information other than I think that about they were, like, acquaintances they knew each other they knew yeah. each other yeah i don't think yeah. we get actually any good backstory yet right uh but we do know at this point in time that you know there there is definitely is a relationship of some sort there uh it definitely wasn't that great okay so this pretty much wraps up the second volume of one piece in our second episode uh so we've pretty much gotten full into the next arc called so this is the orange town arc i guess this town's actually called orange town uh but uh we're not yet finished with it we'll finish this most likely in the next volume volume three uh so if this is your first time listening to the show or if this is your uh you know if this is your first read through of one piece right uh you know it's gonna be an awesome awesome journey uh, we're, we're just getting into it. We got so many more to go. So super excited about that. 
Uh, overall, what do you think of this volume, Tyler? I mean, I think this is a great volume, and we get introduced to Buggy. I mean, how what what can be better than being introduced to Buggy <laughs> and our our most loyal dog in One Piece, Chocho? Right, uh, dude. Honestly, I, I love the Chocho part. Uh, I, I seriously did cry, and it was the first of many times. It was it was a great great uh, little backstory there. I thought it was a great introduction to Nami. I think she's a really cool character. A lot of people don't like Nami, but, uh, and I mean, yeah, she's not the strongest person, but I, I actually find her really, uh, reliable and useful. Cause I think she's for the most part, she's usually got a good head on her shoulders, except for when she's like a coward, which is a lot of the time, but that's really just when she doesn't want to go somewhere and Luffy's like, yeah, no, we're going there. I don't really care. Cause I'm the captain. Uh, but you know, Good, good introduction. I thought it was a really good fight with Zoro. Um, one thing I do like with Zoro, and you'll guys realize this throughout the East Blue uh, saga or whatever, but Zoro is like handicapped a lot. Like it seems like he's just handicapped the entire time, uh, and then he still takes on these number two characters and like usually beats them pretty good like i mean yeah he got it was a decent fight with kabaji but like yeah i mean he didn't really struggle that much but it was uh i like that arc or i like this uh second volume is a good volume for sure there's definitely a lot more volumes to go and i'm excited to get to the rest all right who's your favorite character from this volume favorite character from this volume i'm gonna have to give the mvp to chocho Chocho gets Dog. the MVP. Hell yeah. Yeah, hell I'll tell yeah, you, dude. I don't know if I have a favorite character. Uh, I mean, we get introduced to Buggy, and I do love Buggy, but Buggy's I'm gonna awesome. say the uh the MVP or the or the LVP, least valuable player, goes to uh Kabaji. Why? Because his fighting style is ass. It's horrible. One, yeah. he took an L from somebody who cut himself in the middle of the fight. And his fighting style is trash. He's on a unicycle. He's throwing out little fucking spinning things. Kabaji sucks. Not my favorite character. Pretty trash. If if you like him for some reason, let me know why you like him. Because (laughs) I would love to know why you like him. Because I can't think of a reason why anybody would like him. Uh, He used the line as a shield. Some people might ride unicycles, James. That's true. And those unicycle people are coming after me now. Probably have a lot well, you of know, fans I, that are watching. You know, I met somebody who unicycled across the entire country. That's fucking lame. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. There's like an article written about her and everything. It's fucking That's wild. Cool. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. I met someone that bicycled across the country. Yeah, but that's not cool. Lots of people do that. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, I uh, getting sidetracked. Uh, but uh, that wraps up. Our second episode of Road to Laugh Tale. Uh, this is a road that will last a long time. So I hope you're hope you're ready. We'll be here for the whole ride. We're super excited to keep reading this. This is Road to Laugh Tale. I'm Tyler. And I'm James. Signing out. <laughs>